Hey, hey, Twister Hoover here, and I'm so excited to share to you stories, anecdotes, and truths from the sacred writ that intertwine with our daily realities. This is Cross Radio, and welcome to the podcast that's all about the Christocentric word to the Christo needing world. Hello, beloved listener. If you are listening to this, please let me know where you are from and how we can make this ministry of the word to the world better. I would love to hear from you. Do email me at twisterhover at gmail.com. Again, that's twisterhover at gmail.com so we can swap stories or whatever. Thank you and God bless. March 25, 2020, Wednesday. Good day, beloved, and again, hey, hey. You're listening to Cross Radio, and this is Twister Hover from the City of Smiles, Bacolod City, and still, COVID-19 is pausing the daily motions of the entire world and is pointing us to the truth that we are not in control over our lives, over our jobs, over our situations, over our societies, over our world. God is still and is the sole sovereign over everything. Yesterday, we have adjusted our lenses and went back to the popular yet old slogan regarding our faith. Popular because we still know it by memorization. Old because we are obsessed with the new and so we tend to see this as irrelevant. However, this couldn't be more needed, especially in our situation right now. The slogan fact faith feelings is needed all the more and yesterday we focused on what we mean when we say facts we sliced our definition to two the smaller chunk which is the truth nonetheless but it has a larger slice the whole part of it wherever or wherein it stands or falls the smaller slice is what's happening in the world and the larger whole is what's written in the word so all the facts that need to believe that so all the facts that we need to believe in needs to be directed to the objective data happening in the world around us and the fuller i'm not saying higher or deeper but as a whole the fuller objectivity found in the unchanging authoritative and sufficient word of god these facts should be over and above our feelings the gospel truth will stand forevermore as it saves sinners who believe and repent by grace alone through faith alone because of christ alone regardless of our feelings yesterday we've listened to the reading of an article entitled chaotic peace wherein we tackled the subject on facts now we'll dive into the subject of faith and then feelings yesterday we have learned point number one set the facts rightly second point is this walk by faith walk by faith faith is a life-altering response of trust and surrender to an object deemed worthy if the facts are set straight faith follows meaning faith saving and sanctifying faith is a composite of three very important realities the knowledge of the proper object agreement on that object 
and an embracing of that object in trust and surrender. These are the composites or the components of saving faith. Number one, knowledge on the proper object does not mean you know exhaustively. The reformers bank on the term noticia or the content of our faith, specifically the proper object of it. What saves is not the strength of faith but the object of it. So get it right, they proclaimed. You don't need to know all the extra details for faith to be saving faith. All the theological mumbo-jumbos and the highfalutin terminologies, you just have to know specific key truths in the certain stages of your faith walk. For example, a baby Christian needs only to understand that one is saved by grace alone through faith alone in Christ alone. He is saved even without him knowing about the grand debates of the Calvinists and the Remonstrants nor the cessationism versus the continuationism debate, nor the differences between key eschatologies. Although his knowledge will evolve soon and they or he will know these theological concepts, only a few data is needed for faith to be saving faith and get it right. They need to get it right here. The idea is a knowledge or even trust that is small as long as it is grounded or planted on the solid foundation, which is the true Christ himself. The faith as small as a mustard seed. As the saving faith that gives us peace with God, it's the same as the faith that sanctifies and strengthens us, giving us the firm hold on the peace of God. The second point or the second component of faith is agreement on that object. This is the assent or approval that what the object of the faith claims is agreeable. Assensus is the composite of faith that emboldens our convictions to agree with the truth claims of its object and approves of its veracity. This is the atheist agreeing to the scientific order of things or a Muslim agreeing to on Muhammad's words, or a fangirl agreeing that what Justin Bieber said was always true to her. This is the follower of Christ agreeing that what he said in scriptures is true and trustworthy. Saving faith, although small, agrees that who Jesus is and what he accomplished at the cross is true. Sanctifying faith as it is progressively growing agrees that who Jesus is and what he accomplished at the cross is true. Third composite is trust and surrender. This is not this is now what the demons according to James chapter 2 verse 19 and unbelievers cannot do. They can do the first two above but not this one. They will simply not trust, they will never surrender. Fiducia is the component of true faith that personally trusts and relies on the truth and our knowledge of it. Surrender is part of this form of trust as it requires both to see not merely the person of Christ, but also the cross that entails it. Trust is a response to Jesus as Savior that what he accomplished at the cross was enough to save. Surrender is a response to Jesus as Lord 
that who he is in all eternity merits my life and obedience. Both are in one faith, not works, but a reliance, a surrender to him as Lord and Savior. Thus, in our case today as believers facing this deadly pandemic, faith is simply diving deep in trust and surrender with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength into the truth found in his word. For example, we see everything happening all over us, the pandemic, and we know that his word has given us a promise. Among many, do take note of these two verses. For example, Isaiah 26, 3-4 in the ESV version says, You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. And in John 16:33 from the NASB version, these things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage, I have overcome the world. Faith is trusting that the words written here is worth it, coming from the God who has infinite value, that what he says he accomplished is true. Faith is rendering to the object of this trust that who he says he is, is true. So basically, faith is our life's response to the truth. Again, faith is our life's response to the truth. And this is truth. Chaos will come without. The peace of God is within. This is true in salvation as well as in sanctification. We walk by faith. So during our times of outbreak, we fare better when we are well informed, when we get the facts straight, and when we grow through all these in faith, when we are standing in the truth, and when we respond in complete trust and surrender to His character through His Word, we can move directly to our last point. If point number one is setting the facts rightly, and point number two is walking by faith, point number, point number three is don't stop the feeling. Now you know the facts. You walk in faith. Now you begin to feel. Set your affections on fire. Don't stop the feeling. Well, when the mind is properly informed and is shaped by the truth, and when you are truly sold out to it in trust and surrender, set the heart to fly in accordance to the direction of faith's wind. Fly to where the truth is. Fly to where the truth is. This is how we panic. Panic in accordance to the promises and purposes of God. Meaning, be afraid. And be very afraid, not because the world and all of its events dictate your emotional responses. Be very afraid if you are not in accordance to His word and not walking by faith. Panic if you are not sharing the gospel. Panic if you are not obeying out of love. Panic if you are not loving your neighbors. Panic if you are dishonoring the name of God. Panic if you are doing things your way and not His. Panic if you are not in the will of God. The term here, panic, is not the fearful emotion rooted in our distrust to God's truth. 
but a sense of urgency to do what we should do as people of God. Now, as we are well informed by the world and is heavily rooted in the word, we move and share these facts to others that in this world, troubles will surely come. But the call to flee to Jesus is a holy mandate that when disobeyed, the gospel as a divine summons, Acts 17.30, 1 John 3.23, and not responded to in faith, now the gospel as a divine offer, found in 1 Timothy 1.15-16 and 1 Corinthians 15.1-4, when it is disobeyed and not responded to in faith, offers spiritual and eternal catastrophe. This gives us the clear picture of what to do. Christ's Grand Commission. On Mark 16, 15, and let me read from the NASB version, And He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. How will the world end? Matthew 24, 14, NASB. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all the nations, and then the end will come. Panic then, beloved follower of Christ. Yes, we know we are at peace and know that He is sovereign no matter what, but panic in a sense that we have this sense of urgency, more urgent than those who hoard masks and alcohols, to preach the gospel both as a commission and as a picture of how God will end the world. The gospel preached as a testimony to the nations. How to panic? Panic in good faith. Panic knowing that God's message about His Son's cross and resurrection solves everything for eternity. Panic in the holy sphere of wanting to spread this viral truth. The virus will not be the global pandemic in the real sense of the term, but the gospel is. This is a sure mark of what is about to come This is a fact, and we walk in it by faith. This is the soul's panic now. Echoing Charles Spurgeon, if sinners will be damned, at least let them leap to hell over our bodies. And if they perish, let them perish with our arms about their knees, imploring them to stay. If hell must be filled, at least let it be filled in the teeth of our exertions, and let not one go there unwarned and unprayed for. So we have a job to do. By faith, because of the facts, and now our feelings follow, we share the gospel. Beloved, I would love to hear from you. Do email me at twisterhover, that's T-W-I-S-T-E-R-J-O-V-E-R at gmail.com. Again, this is Twister Hover, and you are listening to Cross Radio. Joy breathes here.